the children of the Force. Welcome to episode 59 of Children of the Force, a podcast about Star Wars by one adult and his two kids. I'm Al Nawatsky, the adult. I'm Anna, and I'm Jen. I'm Liam, and I'm eight. And when we started this podcast, Anna used to say, I'm Anna, and I'm eight. <laughs> Can you believe that, Liam? And what did I say? I'm Liam, and I'm six? 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 It's been two years, you guys. It has been wow. two years now. February second is our it's two our year. year anniversary. This is our this this episode will come out on our second year anniversary on February second. Nice. The first time we ever recorded Children of the Force. Two years February ago. February second. Well, it's not February. 2nd. Two years ago. It's not. It's, it's January thirtieth right now. It's Monday. Yes. But uh, hey, congratulations on two years, guys. I I'm I'm pretty happy with that. Yep. Uh, How long do you think we're gonna I don't know. have this podcast? I don't know. Fifteen years? I don't want it to end. I'm having fun. I think Me it's too. cool. But yeah. then, what if most we end? people do end? But when will we end? Hmm. I in don't know. Fifteen more in fifteen more years. Yeah. Um. Can we do it for fifteen more? Years? We can do it for fifteen more years if you want. Okay. What age will I be? I'll be saying I'm Liam and I'm. In fifteen years, uh-huh. you'll be twenty-three. I'm oh Liam, God, and I'm 23. I'm, <laughs> I'm Anna, and I'm 20... 25, you'll be. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you guys, maybe I'm it'll Liam be like I'm a... 23. Maybe it would be like a reunion show. I don't think we're going to keep recording this podcast when you're in college. Probably, we're probably and just going to keep recording this podcast when we're like... We're probably going to stop high when school. we're like... When you get to high school. 16, maybe. 17. Who knows? When Who you knows? get to high school. I would love for it to keep going, even if you kids don't do it like what if someone else took it on right that someone else took on cool. the mantle of children of the force that would be really cool i'd love for it to keep going and keep having a voice for for kids and for parents of kids but uh, in star wars podcasting that? i don't know that's that's I years down the road good idea that's years who might want to do it who do you think ian and his family oh i don't know that would be they would probably might hmm. like that i don't know maybe I don't but know. that's way down the road. Years down the road, so we don't have to think about that now. Because right now, the three oh, of us—oh, and he's older than me, so the three of us are doing, work. yeah, doing a pretty good job. I think it's been two years. I was thinking we could go listen to uh, the original Children of the Force song. What do you think, Anna? Yeah. Did you have something you wanted to say first? Um, yeah. What if here? Emma grew up to be a humongous Star Wars fan? Oh. And she and Tony took it on. Oh. Her and Tony and Aaron. Aaron. Maybe. Yeah. She reads a lot of Star Wars books. That's right. Too. That's right. Our friend our friend Aaron listen our is podcast? listening. I think Aaron does listen, and she she is reading a lot of Star Wars, uh, Star Wars books <laughs> and stuff, and listening to Star Wars podcasts, so that would be funny. That'd that be really would be cool. really cool. I would love to have Emma on as like a guest in oh, like a year. Oh, that would be so cool. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> two year old like Emma. like a year? <laughs> sure. When she's two, she we could ask like, her. Oh, I love Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wow. Your baby voice is just dead on, Anna. I know, right? <laughs> that is not at all what you'll sound like. Uh, all right, let's let's uh, let's huddle up here and then try to calm down just a little bit. You guys okay. are in rare form. I think it's, you know, I opened up all the windows and turned on the light. I wonder if that has something to do with it. Or you just had a good day at school. I don't know. But uh, feeling the energy in this room. Kind of liking yep. it. Yeah, yeah. It's good stuff. 
good stuff. Mm. So yeah, let's go listen to let's listen to that Children of the Forest song, Anna, that you sang on our very first episode. Children of the Forest, is I saw, <laughs> I love Star Wars. Oh, yes, I do. Children of the Forest is awesome, with Daddy and Liam and me too. Yeah, it rhymes. That was great. I, I just popped into my head. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Alright. Oh, okay. That's not what I, oh, I thought it would be like. I can sing that again. Oh, sure. Let's hear it, Anna. Children of the Forest is awesome. I love Star Wars. Children of the Forest is awesome. Daddy Liam and me too. Close With enough. Daddy yeah, Liam. pretty close. So the tune was bad. Yeah, episode zero. Yeah, that was, was episode zero was pretty rough. That was a that was one of my favorite parts of it though. Um, yeah. So so you know we're gonna talk about Star Wars today because that's what we do and uh, that's what we've been doing for two years now, which is pretty cool. And uh, this will be the third year that we are are talking about Star Wars on our podcast. Wow. Um, things have changed quite a bit in the last few weeks for us uh, as a country. And it's really yep. for me, like um, preparing for the shows. It's it's kind of a comfort to go and see, like, oh, what's going on in Star Wars? Like, I need to, you know, I want, I want to. What am I going to talk about this week with Star Wars and stuff? And uh, it's it's kind of weird almost because I've been, you know, we've been reading a lot of stuff about about Trump and about what what horrible things have been have been happening in our country since since Trump has become president and. Um, and the direction horrible to us. Um, well, horrible. It's horrible, but yeah. in other people's opinion, it might not be horrible. Well, I mean, when you talk about discriminating against people because of their religion, that's, um, I mean, that's not. There's no. I don't. I don't see an argument where that's a good thing. Um, True. And, and you know, people not breaking up families and not letting people come back to the country when they've left just because they had a certain immigrant status, and uh, it's not. It's not okay. And um, and you know we, uh, you know we were we talk about it a lot and we think about it a lot and I read about it a lot and your mom does too and and we've gone to some stuff like uh, you know we did a march and and we don't do a ton but we do stuff and talking about Star Wars is this kind of other thing but also I try to relate it all together but um, I hope that people uh, appreciate this podcast and and I and I try to make it a safe space for people and. Um, Anna, you've been very patient raising your hand. You have something to add. Um, my teacher had Syrian refugees in his house. Yep. And, um, but they heard that, um, their grandma, Mm -hmm. the kid's grandma, was dying. So they went back to Syria. To visit their dying grandma. To visit their dying grandma. Mm -hmm. But they can't come back to the United States because the airline's cut off. Right. Which is just horrible. That's, yeah, that's the stuff. That's like, that's exactly it. There's a personal example right there of why I don't see a world in which that's a good thing. That's um, not a good thing. And, and, you know, we, and we're just, we're just a Star Wars podcast, but we're also here for people. So if, if you are listening and you feel, um, you know, if you feel threatened or if you want someone to talk to or if you need help or anything um we are you know we i like to consider us a safe space 
and you know how to get a hold of us. Uh, we, we say it at the end of every episode, forcechildren at gmail.com is our email address. And there's many other ways. Um, but you know, uh, even if you want to come on and talk about stuff, uh, that's fine. Um, or if you want to just, um, you know, leave us a message on Speakpipe, or, you know, just let us know what, you know, what's, what, what are you doing with Star Wars these days? And also, how are you feeling about what else is happening in the country? I mean, we're, we're primarily a Star Wars podcast, but I always leave room to talk about other things that, that affect us and that are important to us as a family. And, um, you know, we're, we're still going to be, we still are, and always will be a Star Wars podcast. But I also, I just want to throw it out there, right? Um, you know, we got to speak up. Uh, I remember when I was in, in high school and I learned about World War II and, and all of my friends and I, we all asked the question, how did this, how did the Germans let that happen? I mean, how did all these Germans, they weren't all, you know, like Hitler, how could they just let it happen? You know? And, and there are so many, there are things that are going on right now in our country that are honestly almost exactly like Hitler. what happened in, in Germany in those no, early days. And, and we need to, we need to make sure we need to call it out. We need to stand up, be the resistance. I, I mean, we've been hearing the word resistance a lot. And, and up until a few weeks ago, when I hear resistance, I think of Star Wars, but that's not the case anymore. <laughs> resistance, um, you know, is 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 a it's word is a word that's being used in our own in our own world quite a bit these days, and um, and we can use Star Wars as 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 a way to talk about that if we want to, and and we will. So I just wanted to throw that out there. So. Anyway, let's uh, let's talk some Star Warsy stuff. We saw our first non Rogue One movie since Rogue One came out uh, yesterday. No, two days ago. Was it yesterday? Yesterday. Yesterday, Sunday morning. Yeah, uh, we went and, and saw Moana finally. It right, was been, so good. It was pretty good, right? Yeah. The uh, one Star Wars connection was that the music is written by Lin Manuel Miranda, who wrote Jabba Flow, also wrote Hamilton. Which is a little little Broadway show people may have heard of. Um, a lot and, of people <laughs> have heard of that. Daddy's yeah. not very little. <laughs> I know it's pretty big. I know, I know. Um, but also, I think there's there's elements of Moana that that uh, are very much in line with the hero's journey, which is also uh, you know the story of of Luke, especially in A New Hope. Um, George Lucas used a hero's journey in a lot of a lot of his storytelling, right? Um, and I think like when she goes into the cave. You know, she has mm -hmm. to go into the cave, you know, and then, and she rejects her task. And Anna, what did you have to say? Um, I was going to say like how Luke wants to do it mm -hmm. kind of, yeah. but other stuff is holding him back. Mm -hmm. That's kind of the same with the Moana. Yeah, like she wants yeah. to go into the sea, right. but her people hold her back. Right, right. And, and her obligation, her sense of obligation to but her But then when something happens mm -hmm. on the island, yep. she goes out to sea when mm -hmm. something happens to Luke's Luke's parents, quote unquote. Yeah, yeah. Um, he goes. He goes because right. he knows that there's no point in staying. Right, right. He, he has knows to that's go. the best. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. So it's funny. I saw this. Um, I saw this review of Moana that was criticizing it for for telling 
the same story that um, other Disney stories. Told. I love that story. And I'm like, this is this is the hero's journey. Like they don't understand that. Like this is the the template of almost every great story in our culture has all of these elements in common, and that's the whole point. Um, and there's ways to kind of tell it a little bit differently. Like I think the end of Moana, and I won't spoil it for people who haven't seen it. I think the end, uh, the kind of the end battle sort of, uh, has a nice, really nice twist to it. Yeah. I really that, like it. Uh, that I think I didn't see coming and, and sort of flies in the face of the hero's journey kind of, but, uh, it's, it's a different way to tell it. Um, yeah, I think it's, it's, it's a really good movie. Um, it is a really good movie. Yeah, I really liked it. So, if you haven't watched it, you should. Sure. It has the Children's of the Force stamp of approval. <laughs> yep. So, all right. Well, let's go talk about what some... What other movies that we've talked about <laughs> don't have the Children of the Force stamp of approval? Uh, I do not give my stamp of, of approval to Batman versus Superman. Oh, right. That one. <laughs> I don't know. Did I talk about that movie on the I'm on pretty the sure you did. I, I may have. I'm pretty sure you said. Um, so I went to see Batman <laughs> versus Superman and... It was not that good. <laughs> I think I may have, yeah. And it was, it was horrible. Well, <laughs> I don't know if I said horrible, but <laughs> I didn't like it at all. All right, let's head on over to the news. Uh, the Han Solo standalone movie started filming today. What? Jan- what today? January 30th. So yeah, so Chris Miller, who is one of the directors, right? Chris Miller and Phil Lord are the two directors uh, on this movie. He tweeted, Han first shot. Instead of Han shot first. Isn't that funny? <laughs> um, so this is the first shot of Han Solo. Here's the clapboard, they call it. Uh, and uh, the code name for the Han Solo movie, which I think is really funny, is... Red Cup. Red Cup. Do you get it? <laughs> nope. The Red Solo Cup. You know those those red plastic cups? Those are Solo Cups. The, the brand name is Solo. Oh. So, <laughs> so the code name for the Han Solo movie is Red Cup. All <laughs> those red plastic cups that yeah. we use a lot. Yeah. Those, yeah, those are popular. Yeah, there's a really awful country song called "Red Solo Cup" uh, about those cups. Uh, That's anyway. weird. Yeah, it is weird. Mm, country music, yeah. So we talked about it on the last episode, but last episode was a reaction core for a rebels episode. So I kind of think some people maybe didn't listen to it, especially the people who don't watch rebels. Uh, but we Where have that. Now? Well, we have, I want to talk about the last Jedi again. What Ooh. do you guys, we've had some time to live with that name as the next movie in the <sighs> saga. Any, any additional thoughts on the last Jedi? I have no? a question for you. No. Sure. What do you think ep- episodes nine today is going to be? Hmm. Um, um, start um, the Jedi, the Jedi, um, fight, fight back. Hmm, maybe the last Bendu. <laughs> Jedi. Daddy. Jedi last. Or the Jedi. last dark force user. Oh. That would be kind the of, last. that has a really bad ring to it. All right, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it'll be called, Liam, but, uh, hopefully... Hopefully we'll uh, we'll find out in about a year and year and a half, maybe a year and almost two. Why years? can't it be less than mm. one year? Why can't the eighth movie come out tomorrow and the ninth movie come out? Actually, I don't really want that because then we wouldn't. We don't even have a trailer for the eighth movie yet, so I want to suspect things before I watch. it. 
Okay. I don't know. I don't know. Probably Star Wars Celebration in April. That's my guess. April! And it's coming out in December? Yes. April? That's the first trailer? Yep, probably. The Force Awakens trailer was like a year ahead. Yeah. And the name a was year and a even month. more... It was like, the like a little more ahead than that. Like a year and two months. Mm, yeah. Alright, so you kids know the trench run, right? I mean, obviously, yeah, at the end of A obviously. New Hope. Obviously. The end of A New Hope. Yeah. You know, Luke Skywalker and, okay. and company fly through the trench. They hit the exhaust port, right? They blow up the Death Star, mm-hmm. right? The trench run. Alright, where is the trench on the Death Star? In the middle. In the middle. The big line that goes across the middle? Yeah. Yeah? 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 Mm-hmm. No. It's not. I know. Where is it? <laughs> okay, so I read this this mind-blowing blog uh, post by this visual effects person who works on Rogue who worked on Rogue One, right? And uh, his name is Todd Vizier, Viziri. And he wrote on his blog about the trench and where it is. And he worked so he worked on Rogue One and um, John Knoll just kind of casually mentioned that the trench is, uh, you know, goes north and south and not east and west, of course. And everybody's like, what? And then on his, uh, on his website, on his blog, he wrote this. And I'm going to show you kids some, some images. I'm going to link to this on the website. You really have to read this whole thing. It's so cool. So uh, there's some images on this website that show, like, remember when the Falcon gets sucked into the Death Star? Yeah. You know, uh, when, when they think they're going to Alderaan and then they, the Death Star ends up pulling them in? Yeah. That's and they, the... they go into this huge, this huge area, right? Like they get pulled in to this docking bay and, and the, the bay itself is bigger than the trench, right? That's a huge trench. That's not a little, small little trench that an X-Wing can barely fit into, right? Mm-hmm. So it's not the same trench. And on the Death Star schematics that uh, uh, General Dodonna shows the X-Wing fighters, right? It shows the X-Wing and Y-Wing pilots. Uh, in that diagram, it shows that the trench is a north and south, right? It's not, it's not east to west. It's north to south. So, so it's literally like that. It shows it shows the the weapon, and then it shows where the trench is, and it goes up and down in relation to the weapon, not side to side. And and here, this little gift shows where the trench actually would be. It'd be going up from the super weapon. Amazing, huh? Yeah. Who knew? Not really. Not really? I, I had I, no idea. And I it's funny because, like, even in things like here's this, they have this gif of a Legoland uh, thing where there's a huge Death Star. They even have, you know, the X Wing going down the middle trench like it's the trench run. You know? And, and people, everybody thought that. Even the, the visual effects people who worked on Rogue One didn't realize, right? This Todd Vaziri was, said that everybody was totally surprised when John Knoll said this. But once they looked into it, it made total sense. I just think that's so cool. I love learning something new about this movie that <laughs> was released two years before I was born. You know, people and think no they know everything about it. it. No one. Everybody was like, everybody's mind was blown last week when this came out. How cool is that? I love How it. Could I, no one notice it. I know. How? I know. How? Like, I know. That's almost impossible. I know because it's every it's, uh, <laughs> if one Star Wars fan notices something, it spreads. It does. 
And it's so, but no one ever realized and, it. And when you think about it, it's so obvious. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's right there in front of our faces. Wow. It's been there the whole time. It's so funny. I love it. All right, so <laughs> just thought I'd mention that. Uh, so we got some covers and official titles for two new books that are out on May second: Star Wars Guardians of the Wills, which is about Baze and Chirrut, by Greg Rucka, who wrote. Uh, what did he write? Before the Awakening, and he was also Before wrote. Before the Awakening, um, good. Yes, it was good. You haven't read it yet, but it was good. Uh, he also wrote the the um, Chewbacca comic, and did he write uh, the Journey to the Force Awakened comic series, the Shattered Empire? Yeah, I think he did. I think he wrote Shattered Empire also. It's gonna be good. So there's a little blurb about this book, and I'm gonna. Uh, just read it because I think a blurb, a little little description. It oh. says, Baze and Chirrut used to be guardians of the wills who looked after the Kyber Temple on Jetta and all those who worshipped there. Then the Empire came and took over the planet. The temple was destroyed and the people scattered. Now Baze and Chirrut do what they can to resist the Empire and protect the people of Jetta. But it never seems to be enough. When a man named Saw Gerrera arrives with grand plans to take down the Empire, it seems like the perfect way for Baze and Chirrut to make a real difference and help the people of Jetta. But will it come at too great a cost? So it sounds like this is going to be like a prequel, maybe? Um, but I thought what I had read before was that it was going so to follow the movie, but maybe we'll see them kind of meet up with Saw's people and realize that they don't want to fight with him. Maybe we'll also see the beginning of the movie. The beginning? Oh, like what happened before... Maybe what happened before Jin and Cassian get there, yeah. Could be. And like when Bodhi... Maybe we'll even see Bodhi in the book. That'd be kind of cool. So then the other book that was announced is Rebel Rising by Beth Revis. uh, And this is the Jin uh, young adult novel. Now that, that... Chirrut and Baze. I'm gonna that, read it. That Chirrut and Bay's book is a junior novel, so it's more along the lines of like Moving Target and Weapon of a Jedi. Um, but this one is uh, Rebel Rising. I think will be more like maybe the Ahsoka, which they did call a young adult novel. Although I think I still it, haven't read that. I probably seems, should. It seems a little more junior novelish to me. Um, but like Lost Stars is a young adult novel, so we'll see where this one falls. And this one has a pretty interesting uh, description too, so I'm going to read it here. Uh, it says, When Jyn Erso was five years old, her mother was murdered and her father taken from her to serve the Empire. But despite the loss of her parents, she is not completely alone. Sagarera, a man willing to go to any extremes necessary in order to resist Imperial tyranny, takes her in as his own and gives her not only a home, but all the abilities and resources she needs to become a rebel herself. Jin dedicates herself to the cause, and the man. But fighting alongside Saw and his people brings with it danger and the question of just how far Jin is willing to go as one of Saw's soldiers. When she faces an unthinkable betrayal that shatters her world, Jin will have to pull the pieces of herself back together and figure out what she truly believes in and who she can really trust. Hmm, what do you think they mean when they're talking about a betrayal? Saw... Yeah. Say saying stay put mm. and then leaving her. You think we'll see that scene? See what happened there? Yeah. What do you think, Liam? You think we'll see that? Yeah, I think we'll I read it. What fight that read it. That sure. was so important that she couldn't be a part of it. I don't know. I don't know. He just didn't want her to get hurt. He also said that he was protecting her because there are other people around him who wanted to maybe use her as a 
as a bargaining tool, right? To say like, uh, Galen Urso has to do this or we'll kill his daughter, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Some of Saw's people. I think Saw's people kind of got away from him a little bit. I think. Like he kind of taught them how to be rebels, and then I think even they went further than he would. I have a feeling that that it seems like maybe that's the case. I don't know. So it's interesting because these two books are are you know related to Rogue One. They're both prequels to Rogue One because I don't think we're going to get sequels to Rogue One. I don't know how we could. How many more you know Rogue One books are we going to get? Are we going to get? other books or is this it like I, I don't know how many how many more things they can do with rogue one it's all going to be prequel stuff right it's all going to be what happened with these characters before rogue one because we can't I hope tell there's a cassian book a cassian i book? really Maybe. hope so that would Maybe. be so cool you know i was reading through the the visual dictionary uh and and reading all about all these different characters on jetta all these different people who, you know, Pablo Hidalgo made up these stories, like the decraniated, you know, the people with their heads cut off, kind of, mm-hmm. or half their heads cut off. Like, there's this whole story almost within the visual dictionary about these people and this scientist who's doing it to them. And there's a, a bounty hunter who is hunting this scientist who's doing it to, to these people. This this the scientist who's doing the decraniated de- experiment. And the bounty exper- hunter is. Eh, I don't even remember the name. Um. But uh, but it's it's the kind of the one that kind of looks like the uh, uh, the death uh, not the death troopers the um, imperial guards. No, um, uh, <laughs> the Force Awakens. Balatik and his. <laughs> Come on, help me out. The red guys with the circle in the. I face. don't even. Oh, but who's Balatik? You know, Guavian Death Gang? Yes, the Guavian Death Gang. Thank you, Anna. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so this this bounty hunter is the one that kind of looks like the Guavians, but he's got like a triangle instead of a circle on his face. Anyway, uh, yeah, so I think it's really cool. Like, there's these st- stories, and it makes me think that maybe we're going to get like a uh, Tales from Jetta City or something, right? And have these mini stories that kind of connect. Maybe. That would be cool. I would love that. Especially because there's a lot of uh, religion, uh, a lot of religious aspect to these characters, which brings me to our canon news. The canon news song! Yeah! The canon news song! Yeah! 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 So I personally am endlessly fascinated by religion in our world. Even though I... I myself am not really a religious person. I, I really am interested in religion and I, I love kind of learning about what people believe and why they believe it and how it affects them in their daily life. And, um, and I also love religion in fictional worlds. I mean, we, we just, we have about 10 pages left in the second book of the, his dark materials trilogy. And it's so cool. It is cool. And that book deals with Wait, religion. Three pages? About 10 pages left. A lot of religion. Religion in a really interesting way, taking the religion from our world and and kind of skewing it in just a little subtle but different ways and and saying, like, how would religion look if this, you know, if uh, if everybody had an animal demon who was, you know, their soul living outside of their body, basically. You know, like, how would religion look different if we had that, you know? Um Something that a lot of fiction does, right, is is ex- explore religion. If I had a religion. demon, I would have a cat sitting on my lap right now. You would have a cat? Sitting on my lap Sitting right on now. your lap. Your demon would be in cat form? 
my demon would probably be in mouse form on my shoulder right now. so they don't disrupt the podcast. Mm-hmm. Sure. I would be like, hey, Pan. <laughs> like, hey, yeah. Pantalone. So, so, okay. Turn into a mouse so you okay. cannot disrupt the podcast. So in this book series, everyone has this an animal, they call it an animal demon, uh, Who? but it's basically their soul. Uh, living outside of their body. They would be and sitting right here. I would have probably like an eagle sitting on the windowsill, just keeping watch, uh, swooping down to peck at you whenever you make noise <laughs> with your legs or yeah. something. Do you think that's what or, your demon maybe, would actually be? Maybe, it, maybe my demon would be like a moth, and it'd be fluttering in your ear, whispering, be quiet. Stop making that noise with your mouth. <laughs> you know? Or or maybe a butterfly. A no, butterfly, I'm maybe. Have oh, the oils on your finger. Good point. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> no, that's actually not true. What? Yeah, that's actually what? not true. Yeah, the oils won't kill a butterfly. The it might take a while for the butterfly to um like shake off the oil, kind of. But it's it's not. It true might that. make it hard to fly. Yeah, it might make it a, for a little bit. No. But it won't. They won't die, right? So anyway, uh, religion. religion. You know, like for example, in our world, if there were midichlorians and the force was real, and we could actually witness people, you know, levitating things with the force, what would religion look like, right? So the last place you'd think that we would find out more about religion in in the Star Wars universe is this Jediless. You know, there's no Jedi uh, in this movie. Rogue One, right? It was supposed to be this war movie where there's no, you know, force use or, or Jedi or anything like that. But Rogue One does give us new kind of information about religion in Star Wars, and the visual guide gives us a lot of information about that. So I wanted to look at the Jedi religions that Pablo Hidalgo gives us in this Rogue One visual guide. Uh, first of all, why Jedi? Why is Jedi this place where we see all these religious people? And Pablo it writes. Well, and I'm sure there's a reason, right, that it sounds like Jedi. Uh, Pablo writes that Jedi has some of the oldest structures known to exist in the galaxy, and that clues etched in these ruins connected ancient faiths. And when they say faiths, they mean, like, religions, right? And I think what he's getting at here is, imagine that it's 5,000 years from now, and people don't know that Islam and Judaism and Christianity all come from Abraham, that they're all Abrahamic religions and that they all worship the same God. They have the same roots, right? So Jeddah is that place that ties all these different religions together and where, where the people can come and kind of realize that they all have the same roots, which is pretty cool. It's like ground zero for religion in the Star Wars galaxy. Uh, also, the Force has existed, according to this book, that has existed as a recorded concept in the galaxy for well over 25,000 years in wow. the Star Wars galaxy, which makes sense, and I'm so happy that this lines up, because this is something I've been thinking about. Remember how we talked about how Obi-Wan says, for over a thousand generations, the Jedi have been uh, the guardians of peace and justice in the Old Republic? A thousand generations. Well, on our world, a generation is roughly 25 years, but 25 and a half years on average, right? So that would equal a thousand of those generations would equal 25,000 years. Wow. So that's pretty cool that that lines up. And I don't know if that's coincidence or if, you know, that's kind of what Pablo was going for. But I guess that also means that the Republic 
has also been around for 25,000 years. Right? The Jedi have been guardians of peace and justice in the Republic. All right, so we have these religions on Jeddah. First, we have the Brotherhood of the Beatific Countenance. And these are the people with the red robes and the square headpieces and the little black slits for them to see out of. Do you know who I'm talking about? Uh, so the robes act as a physical vow of silence, according to this. And uh, so, like, it just it means that they don't express themselves visually, right? It's just the robe and that's it. And uh, there is also a high priest for this brotherhood who dresses in similar robes, but they're blue instead of red. And his gown that he wears is called the blue gown of the sullen moon. <laughs> love it. The uh, love it. Moon? Sullen. Sullen kind of means like sad. The blue gown of the sullen moon. All right. We also have disciples of the wills, which are different from guardians of the wills, right? Because that's what Chirrut is and that's what Baze was. But we have disciples of the wills. And they are the oldest faith on Jeddah. And they gather at the temple of the Kyber. And one of the disciples managed an orphanage in the shadow of the Kyber temple, which is pretty cool. And these disciples of the wills wear red robes, but they don't necessarily cover their faces. They just kind of have red robes. In fact, the, the red sash that, um, that Lyra's mom wears mm -hmm. is a sash of the guardians of the wills or disciple of the wills. I can't remember which one. So she kind of wears it to honor the Jedi, which is pretty cool. Uh, or honor the wills or some the force tradition, I guess. I don't know. Um, there's also the clan of the Torabota. And this is a group, a group of people from the Western reaches who came to Jeddah because they believe that the, the star in the Jeddah system was the first one glimpsed by their early ancestors. And this clan has a big, huge metal like hat on their head, sort of like Embo's hat a little bit. Um, but it looks like a really big, like upside down kettle drum kind of, uh, and those resonant helmets siphon the call of the first light <laughs> so the first light would be you know the the first star that they saw right and these helmets are supposed to somehow like like take the light from the star and siphon it into their okay, into that's their body interesting. i don't know it's weird they right. probably think that but it's not true well i mean this is a galaxy where the force exists so who knows right <laughs> who uh, knows what's true <laughs> they also they also wear a distillery around their neck for filtering what the water. What is a distillery? A distillery is something that like distills, like if you distill water, you kind of filter it and what get all the impurities like? out. Um, you know, we'll put a photo up on the website for people to see. Okay. It looks like a little contraption that would filter water. Like there's little bottles and stuff and they wear it around their neck. Weird. Yeah. Not, not, not to them. No, not to them. Exactly. But it seems it, it weird does to seem, us. It does seem pretty strange. Uh, there's a guy called Gutch Yadroma who claims to be touched by the god of his firmest beliefs and can pull water out of air and then sells that water in bottles. Oh. Uh, there hey. is, there's even a droid, uh, K-O-H-N, or Cone for short. Uh, and this droid, according to the book, is saving up for a processor upgrade so he can begin to understand the nature of spirituality. <laughs> so even cool. the droids, even the droids are, want to be religious on Jeddah. That's Jetta. cool. <laughs> and there is a bounty hunter named Nick Heffo who hunts down adherents of the Church of the Force. So we know that the Church of the Force is on Jeddah too. And remember, uh, Lor Santeca is a member of the Church of the Force. And the people who live in uh, 
Uh, nah, I can't remember the name of the village that he lived in in uh, The Force Awakens, but the people who live in that village are adherents to the Church of the Force. And those are people who venerate the ideals. That means they kind of hold up and, and really like the ideals and beliefs of the Jedi. So this bounty hunter... Uh, hunted all of the adherents of the Church of the Force that he could on Coruscant. Like, there were none left That's for him to sad. hunt. And he came to Jeddah with a list of suspected members assembled by the Imperial Security Bureau. So he basically framed a bunch of people? He didn't frame them. No, he caught. Uh, he caught these he, these uh, Church of the Force believers. Oh. oh. Yep. He probably <laughs> sold them to the Empire also, right? Because he's a bounty hunter. He's not just killing them. He's He's catching them and then selling them to the Empire. Because the Empire wants to get rid of any knowledge of the Jedi, right? They're, they're trying to suppress all of that. So, so he has this list from the ISB, right? And that's, remember, like, Callus is an Imperial, Imperial Security Bureau agent, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but he bought the list off the black market, so the ISB didn't give it to him. Anyway, kind of makes me wonder whether Lor Santeca was ever on Jeddah. That would be really cool. Yeah. Probably was. It's probably a place where he went. I mean, probably. he was a huge force believer, right? And and, yeah. uh, and and he was also a traveler, so I'm sure he traveled there. Yeah. Hmm. And I was looking through this book, by the way. Bays and Chirrut were both born on Jeddah. They are Jeddah, lifelong Jeddah Good citizens. Good to know. Yeah, I think so too. Which makes it even sadder when it, when they have to leave. Up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that was kind of a long canon news, but I think yeah, it's it was just a really, long canon it's just news. really, I love this whole idea of, of these different religions in Star Wars. I always used to say that, uh, that Star Wars was fantasy and Star Trek was science and Babylon five dealt with religion really well. Although I think deep space nine dealt with religion pretty good, uh, in the Star Trek universe. But, um, but I think Star Wars is starting to, you know, kind of get in there and 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 talk about religion and how um, suppression of religion is is something that evil empires do, and targeting people because of their religion is something that evil empires do. Yep. Yeah. Memo. Memo to Donald Trump. <laughs> well, let's head on over and have a joke. Laugh it up, fuzzball. Alright, so I couldn't come up with a joke, so on Twitter I just said, hey, anyone want to come up with a joke for me? And uh, and I got a couple a couple bites. Uh, Star Wars guy, who is at Star Wars Nerd MN, uh, who he lives, I think, in the cities here, in the Twin Cities. I don't think I've ever met him, but hey, Star Wars guy, if you're listening, uh, thanks for the joke. Uh, and it is actually a joke that we've told on the, on the on the show before, but I'm going to tell it again because I really appreciate the joke. Um, and I don't doubt that he just came up with this on his own because it's a pretty, you know, it's a joke that you could come up with on yeah. your own. Uh, and if you so, remember it, don't answer it. How many Sith does it take to change a light bulb? I don't know. Always two there are. <laughs> and uh, our friend Evan, who is uh, at Evan Nelson, MN. Hey, they both... And with Minnesota. MN. Cool. Uh, he says, when is a door-door not a door-door? I don't know. When, when it... it's a jar-jar. That's <laughs> what I thought. 
And I was like, I don't know. But, uh, <laughs> I saw you start. I saw you start to get it, and uh, that's why I had to say the answer really quick. <laughs> <laughs> Look, all right, well, thank you, Star Wars guy and Evan Nelson guy, uh, for those jokes. <laughs> really, just Evan Nelson. Really... <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, but uh, really appreciate it. Really appreciate it. All right, well, do you know what time it is? I I think it's time to to um tell no. tell your demon to to become a rat, oh. so it, it doesn't dis- disrupt the podcast. Oh. Do you know what time it is, Liam? I'm just with Hannah. Mm. <gasps> Actually, I know what time it is. Mm. It's time for... Stop, Stop the Love! Thanks, kids, for helping me out there. Uh, all right, so here is our stump the lump question for today. And I'm going to see if I can stump you. There are two answers to this question, uh, so hopefully one of you could get each answer. Um, and the question is, what are the names of the two tube brothers? Edria two tubes. What? Edria two tubes. Ooh, Anna got Edria. Um. Edrio um, and um Mr. His, Eggmate. Ooh, Edrio and his Eggmate. Uh, what is the first letter? Oh, do I have to give you a hint? Yes. yes. Okay, so so these are these are the Rogue One characters, right? These Sagarera's okay, people, okay, right? Who take who take uh-huh. Bodhi to Saw the the guys? Do. I know, but people might not know, right? They're uh, so Edrio Two Tubes, yes, uh, is kind of the main one, and they got kind of the breather thing, sort of like and the big blast dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love those guys. Uh, his his name starts with a B, as in boy. Buh. And his egg mate. Becker Schmecker. Uh, Benthic. Oh, I yeah. never would have guessed that. Oh. I thought it was Becker Schmecker. His egg mate, Benthic. All right. Because I was, I shouted that out. I was like, I drew two tubes because that's you, the only one I mm. knew. So I was like, oh, if Liam gets to this before me, I have to answer the other one. <laughs> well, so I was like, Anna, I that's... You good work, Anna, because now you're not the lump and Liam is, so Yay Sorry, bud. You can lump. <laughs> does Lumpy Here, Does Lumpy want I'm a little scratch behind lump, his ear? Because I'm not the lump. I can give my not lumpiness to you. <laughs> what are you gonna Eat do? It. Pop Eat it. Eat your skin? No, thank you. <laughs> okay, fine. Not okay. my skin. It's my saliva. Eat what? it. No! Yes. Eat it. It'll take away your lumps. No, that's disgusting. <laughs> Shove that on your No, face. we're not. That's gross. Stop it. You know, I, have, I made this potion to to take away the lumps. Drink it. It's your saliva. No, it's not. Literally, this is okay, a potion. open the cap. Hmm. Is it? No, Literally. it's not my saliva. Okay, I'm done. Mm. Your lumps are gone. Well, actually, they're fading. Okay, now you're back to your normal self. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's do the best. Stay on target. Oh, yes. Yes. Stay on target.
Okay, so I just remembered one thing that I f- we forgot to mention for during our Star Warsy stuff was Liam. You and I started reading the final trade paperback of the Vader comic. What do you think? Of, what do you think of, uh, that that we haven't. No, we have not finished Ahsoka yet. We took a break to read the Vader comic. What do you think of it so far, Liam? Some things have been resolved. Good. Yeah. Really and, uh, good. Yeah. Um, it's a pretty. It's a pretty dark like comic, it. but uh, I like Does it. it. I like end it too. Well, uh, it ends. No it ends. No cliffhanger, right? There is. I don't think there's a cliffhanger. No. No. You so. Looked at the very end. I know how it ends. All right. Well, I think that's going to be it for today. Thank you, everybody, so much for listening to our two-year anniversary show. I might, uh, I might plop a little bit of our very first episode on the end of this one um, if I find some kind of fun, fun little snippets. Uh, the sound quality is awful, but uh, that's okay. Um, it's a lot better now. I'm not saying it's perfect now, but uh, we've come a long way in two years, so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm pretty happy with that. Uh, even though we haven't really changed our equipment at all, I've just learned how to do it better, so... So yeah, that's cool. Um, if anyone listening, you know, wants any advice with podcasting too, like I don't know a ton, but you could always email me. I'd love to help you out. Um, cause I didn't really have any help starting out this, uh, this podcast. I didn't ask for help, but I didn't really have any either. Um, and, uh, you know, I could have learned stuff faster. I think if I had someone who would have, you know, been, been there kind of guiding me on my journey. But anyway, as always, thank you to those who support us over on patreon.com slash children of the force. We really appreciate that. And if you'd like to reach out to us online, you can contact us via Twitter. At Force Children. Our Facebook is. Children of the Force. Our email is. Forcechildren at gmail.com. And check out our website. It is. www.childrenofthefalls.com. And head on over to speakpipe.com slash children of the force and leave us a voicemail that we will almost positively play on the show. We'd love to get voicemails. Leave us a voicemail as long or as short as you would like uh, about anything you want. And please. We'll, we'll probably play it on the show. Oh, please. Of course. That's implied. <laughs> please is implied. And finally, please leave us a review on iTunes or Stitcher or anywhere else you listen to us. Doing so will make it easier for more people to find us. All right, for Children of the Force, I'm Al. I'm Anna. I'm Liam. And join the resistance! Now, I'm going to ask both of you a question, and then I'll answer it myself. And then we'll go around the table, and each of you will do the same thing. Now, I haven't asked you to think of a question, so... I have a question. Oh, okay. (laughs) So here's my question. It's going to be a pretty basic one, because it's episode zero. What is your favorite Star Wars movie, and why? Uh, Liam. Six. Okay. Because they're cuties. 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 The Ewoks. The Emperor is so you, cute. The no, Ewoks. the Ewoks. I know. I knew what you were talking about. The Ewoks and Chewbacca. Oh. Together? Yeah. In the ATSD? Yeah, but yeah. also it's they're just both cute. They're just both cute. Yeah, I don't have to agree with you there. Anna, how about your favorite movie? Uh, my favorite movie is Episode Four. Wow. I think it's my favorite because it takes place on like my third, fourth 
planet and it's when Luke learns to become a Jedi. Mm. I think it's also sad because Obi-Wan dies, mm-hmm. but I also like it because it's basically the starting of, I hope this isn't really a question, um, one of my favorite characters, Princess Leia. Hmm. Cool. Did you have a question, Liam? Yes. What was your question? I have two favorite movies. Oh. Six and four. And you know why I really like four? Why? Because my favorite song. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, Yes. You really like that. That moment when Luke's looking out at the two sons. Yeah. You really and you really do like that. Like I never, I don't think I ever told you like that. That's really a moment that many many people really love. I think you just understood that that's such a big moment. Yes, Liam. Yeah. And also because the part when Luke's looking up at the sun, I know why. Also, what? it's one of my favorite things because also it's pretty. It is pretty. So sense. pretty. Yeah. Yeah. Can, can I so oh no, but then I have to answer my own question. It's okay. not fair to, for me to ask you a question and then not answer it myself, right? And my favorite is Return of the Jedi, Episode Six, and I think it's because it was really the first movie that I really remember seeing when I was a kid. So I'm thirty. I was born in 1979, so I didn't get to go. It was the first movie. It's the only. It was the first movie I went to in the theater. Uh, one of the first movies ever, but definitely the first Star Wars movie that I ever saw. I don't remember much of it. I think I probably fell asleep in the theater. I mean, I was, what, four years old or five? Um, so, but I also just, I do love the end the end battle. My favorite scene is in, my favorite Star Wars scene ever is in that movie when, when Luke uh, gives himself up on Endor and he, he and Vader have that, that talk on the, the platform on Endor and um, I just really love when Luke's trying to, you know, help Vader to understand that he doesn't have to be mean. And um, I just, I love that scene and I love the end battle and how Vader redeems himself, sort of. I don't know if he completely does, but, you know, he helps at the end. And, yeah, I just love it. Me too. Can yeah. I ask my question now? Okay, Anna, your question. Okay, what's your favorite planet in Stars and why? Ooh, my favorite planet. In Star Wars, and why? Well, Liam is raising his hand, okay. so I'll call on Liam. Liam, you can answer that one first while I think about mine. Naboo, because it's the prettiest place in the whole wide world. Wow. That was a very concise answer, and very quick, and I still haven't thought of what my answer is. I'm going to go with... Uh, I'm going to have to say... Coruscant. I just love the idea of a whole planet that's a city. And I remember when the special edition of Return of the Jedi came out and they added some scenes out of the end of people celebrating around the galaxy and they added that scene yeah, of, of the I... statue falling down on Coruscant, right? And people cheering. And it was like this, just this huge city. And I just thought, whoa, what does that look like? And then just, you know, not too many years later, episode one came out and they went to Coruscant and from space it was this one huge city and... The, and uh, Rick O'Leave and says it's all one big city, right? And then they go down and 
and you just see all these skyscrapers, and I love the idea of how deep down it goes. How there's all those levels that we saw in the Clone Wars TV show, right? How like it just goes down and down and down. It's just so. It's just such a great, cool concept. Um, yes, Liam. I'm gonna answer my own question. Oh, but Liam had I think a comment about okay. what I was but, saying. A comment about Coruscant. Yeah, I really like when like. When, like, I really like when it shows, like, all these planets, like, this one, then this one, then this one, then this one, then this one, and they're all just cheering, like... At the end of Return of the Jedi. Yeah, that's yeah. really... And you see the galaxy celebrating. Yeah, the I really like the that. Yeah, I do too. I thought that was a good addition. That was not in the original Return of the Jedi, you know. They added that later, and I think it was a good, good choice to add that. And actually, Naboo was not in the first special edition before they released episode one, two, and three. They didn't have Naboo there. They added that even after the first special edition. They added another thing. Yes, Anna? Okay. First of all, Liam, when you said it, they're all like, you should have said, yay, because if if you're just being, I mean, I know this is episode zero, but <laughs> if in you're like, yeah. They wonder what, like, like what? Was it, <laughs> why was he cut off? I didn't even catch that, Anna. Thank you. That's right. That's a good okay. point, Anna. So Liam, for the record, Liam was was making cheering motions with his arms. <laughs> but of course, people at home didn't hear that. So, good point, Anna. Way to keep us on task. Okay. Okay. And answer the, your own question. Um, my my I have two favorite planets. Mm-hmm. I like Naboo and. Alderaan, mm-hmm. I like them because they're like the only grassy, not swampy, not really, really city. Mm. It's like out in the open. It's like they're like the most like Earth, and I love Earth. <laughs> Earth is awesome, <laughs> and I love the way it looks uh-huh. from outer space and from when you're actually on the Earth. And so I really like Tatooine and Naboo. You mean all around the booth? All around and the booth. Cool. I, I really like them. Yeah. Yes, Liv? I'm like Anna. Uh-huh. I really like Naboo. And I forgot to mention, Alderaan is really pretty too because it's just all grassy and really pretty because mm-hmm. it doesn't have like city, 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 city all around. Yeah. Or swampy or, or deserty. Yeah. Or icy. Right. Like or lava y. Right. Like Mustafa. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like oh. Or cloudy. Oh. Like classy. <laughs> or Baspin. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Liam. Your question for Anna and me. You could do what your favorite character. But I already would request it. What's so. your favorite bounty answer? Ooh. What's favorite? your favorite what? <laughs> bounty hunter? Favorite bounty hunter. Oh, wow. I, that's a really hard one. I know what yours is. <laughs> Liam, you gotta wait to answer your own question. Did you have something else to add to the question? No. No, he just. But I know what your favorite is. Uh, my favorite bounty hunter. I think mine is. Wait, who are those two people in White Saber Lost? What are their names? 
Oh, there's uh, Cassie Cryer. Which was Cassie Cryer? She's the Django jumper. She's the one who who Ahsoka was chasing. Okay. Yeah. And who else? Oh, I don't remember the other one. That girl's well, not a Well, the other one, the partner of Casey Cryer and Aura Singh. I like those two a lot. Aura Singh? Oh, she is, she is evil. That's why I like her. She's perfect for a bounty hunter. That's true. She's really good at what she does. That is true. Good point, Anna. Uh, I don't know who to pick. I'm going to go with Bosk. I like Bosk. Um... You know, Bosk always intrigued me in Empire Strikes Back. We hardly saw any of him. He's creepy with the... Yeah, I know. And then we saw him some in Clone Wars, right? We just watched those episodes with, with Bosk and... Aura Singh. And Aura Singh and Boba. And Boba. Yeah. Um, Cassette? Something mm, like that. What was his name? I can't remember. S- Cast or something like yeah. that? Yeah. Cast? Cast. 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 Good work. Thank man. you, Leah. <laughs> so, hold on. I wasn't done. Just wait, Liam. <laughs> and also, I think the the book Ezra's Gamble, which Liam I read to you uh, not too long ago, has Bosk in it in almost the whole thing. And I really thought that was kind of cool, and it showed more of Bosk's character and what Bosk is all about. So I'll go with Bosk. I maybe would have said somebody who Liam's going to say, but I'll leave it for him. Boba Fett. I knew it. I was actually spelling out the word the word silently. You I were like, s- oh, you were mouthing the word. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. I was spelling the word, mouthing mm. it. So like, she's like <laughs> saying, like, how do you spell Boba Fett? Mm. She's doing the but I'm mouthing it. With it's called mouth. mouthing it. Yeah. So Boba Fett for Liam. All right. The question and answer council has come to a close. And now we'll go to the outro, basically, just where we say that the show's done. And thank you, everybody, for listening to our show. Uh, Anna has her hand raised, which means that she would like to say something extra. Anna? And if you want to contact us, go to... Oh, I was going to get there. Thank you. (laughs) You beat me to it. Oh, Liam's raising his hands now. Yes, Liam? Yeah. If you want to find our podcast, go to, um, wait, what is it called? Uh, um, Children of the Force. Children of the Force. Dot com, I think. No, I Children don't. of the Force at gmail.com? www.childrenofthefirst.com. <laughs> and I haven't chosen what music I'm going to use to play us out on, but I'm sure it'll be cool once I do. I was thinking maybe Nub Nub. No? No? What do you think, Liam? What, what music should I But that's like in the middle. <laughs> you cut yeah, it off. play Nub Nub. Play Nub Nub? Because it's the end. Yeah. <laughs> play Nub Nub. Should I play Nub Nub? Nub Nub. Nub 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 Nub. <laughs> <laughs>